Generation Church, based in the beautiful Rex Theater in the heart of downtown Pensacola, Florida. Our hope is that today's teaching will encourage and equip you to be firm in faith, to fulfill the call of God in your life, and to finish well. Grab your Bible, open up your notes app, and let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome to the Rep Party, where we dive a little deeper into Sunday's message. Pastor Ray here, this week with Pastor Taylor. What's up guys? He continued our series in Ephesians where we're looking at this amazing letter from Paul and we're really trying to mine the depths of the riches of God. And what it's really about is the spiritual blessings that we have in Christ and then how to work that out in our lives through the power of the Holy Spirit. So, Pastor Taylor, why don't you remind us what you talked about today and then we can have a conversation about it. Yeah, so uh, today we focused on 11 verses in chapter 1 that was... uh, chapter 1, verses 3 through 14. Um, and it was kind of cool how Pastor Luis and I, we felt like, you know, he was tasked or originally assigned with uh, really just the first two verses, which I think is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, but we felt like kind of three right there connected the two right. and then prepared us for um you know, the rest of our text. But uh, so today we kind of talked about what it meant to be rich in Christ and the blessings that we receive through um, through God. And what's interesting is when you think about, we didn't spend like a lot of deep thought on the actual issue at hand. You know, we just kind of scratched on like there we had false teachers. They, according to the letter written to them in Revelation, Two, that they had forgotten their first love, but they had seemed to all do something right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what I think makes me personally so drawn to that idea is that I can be that way. Um, I can forget how rich I am in Christ when I'm certainly thinking like if money gets hard or, you know, on, on, you know, messing with uh, your own bank accounts and things like that. It's like you see the need in this life for money. Mm -hmm. And when you struggle with that, it's even harder to really just hold your faith in the true riches of God. And so Paul breaks down uh, really the blessings we receive, not just like God in general, but through God, the father and God, the son and God, the Holy spirit. And then how uh, once we abide or rest in those blessings, we are able to realize how truly rich we are in Christ. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, before we kind of get started talking about your message um, altogether, I just wanted to kind of ask you maybe, um, is there something while you were studying for Ephesians, Ephesians that really jumped out to you, caught your attention, maybe your awe and wonder of God? Yeah. Um, you know, I may have mentioned this in one of the services, but um, it just makes me more aware um, and challenges me to be more aware of what exactly like Jesus did for me. Mm. Um, you know, because in life it really is hard to, to be completely dictated by circumstance. Like the, that joy is circumstantial and it's easy to live that way. It's almost like, you know, we can talk about money now, I guess, but like if you live paycheck to paycheck, you know, like, so like right before that next paycheck comes, you're like, man, I really need to get paid. Yeah. <laughs> kind of that thought. It's hard to really see anything else because even spending the money that you do get is kind of spent from a perspective of 
need already. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what jumped out to me is that when I think of being rich in Christ, it's to try and have that be my starting point. Mm-hmm. I did mention this in the first service. Like I am naturally a skeptic. Like it's my default is doubt. My default is worst case scenario. And so when it gets hard, it's challenging myself that I'm not rich because of what I have on, on earth in this life. Mm-hmm. I'm as a believer rich and not what I did for myself, but what Christ did for me without me asking. Yeah. And my challenge for myself even moving forward and maybe for you guys that are listening that if you're like me and you find yourself in that position is just to really try to build a discipline where you're able to step back when you do feel like you're in that place of need or lack when you realize and it's not just to say well you know i'm rich in christ like none of this matters like sure it matters but that can't be your focus. Right. So, yeah. yeah. It's interesting how Paul uses a lot of like bank lingo yeah. in this portion of the, the letter. Um, the Ephesians, of course, we've learned is, uh, was a wealthy mm-hmm. city. And so they understood the, like what it meant to be wealthy. Mm-hmm. They understood what it meant to have pride in um, their temple, which was one of the ancient wonders of the world. Right. Um, but it's interesting because um, Paul tells us how, um, we have this inheritance, how we're sealed with the Holy Spirit as, as like a down payment for this inheritance that we're going to have. You know, we have all these spiritual blessings and all these gifts given by God. It's just really, it's really cool the language that he's using yeah. to really reach us. And I, and I think our pocketbook is, is a place where uh, a lot of us need to be reminded that God is the one is, that's in control. All his, all the gifts, the good gifts that we have, he is the source of those. Yeah. Now, I was reading a commentary, and uh, it ends by talking about, I don't remember who it was, I don't know if it was Spurgeon or someone, but they wrote a devotional that's basically called, like, the Heavenly heavenly Bank Account. Nice. Um, and it's one of those guys, it's, I'm going to say Spurgeon, but don't don't right. go for yeah. that. If you're going to go look for it, just <laughs> look up the Heavenly Bank Account devotional or something. But it made me think of like, I remember in school, like learning how to write checks and you had, mm-hmm. you know, when you get a checkbook, you have the, uh, the ledger or whatever it's called, yeah. where you could budget everything, write down what checks you're writing all the way from, you know, the check number to what it's for, mm-hmm. to the amount and then write a balance under it. It's like, it's almost like the challenge that I feel. And this may be a cheesy example is like, but in order to realize how rich you are in Christ, it's almost like we need that ledger to fall back on Mm -hmm. for the blessings that God has bestowed upon us in this life. Because it's when we, our eyes are off of that, that we feel broke, we feel poor, or we feel the drive to live circumstantially the whole paycheck to paycheck mindset is mm-hmm. it's not god doesn't want you to live blessing to blessing he doesn't like that's where our act comes in right he doesn't need any of it but for our sake it's like if we're only living from blessing to blessing then we're always going to feel like we're lacking it yeah. so yeah. and the, the things on this ledger um it would be 
we're chosen, we're adopted, yes. we're redeemed, forgiven, we have an inheritance, we're sealed into the gift of salvation through the Holy Spirit, those points mm-hmm. that you brought out today. Um, what really kind of stands out to me as I'm reading through Ephesians chapter 1 is we see the Trinity there. You know, these spiritual blessings are given by the Godhead, by God, by Jesus, and by the Holy Spirit. And so um, can you maybe unpack that a little bit? Like how, how important is um, understanding that our every spiritual blessing comes from the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit? Well, I think first it helps you understand the Trinity. Like I think Paul himself, by this little teaching alone, like just the short, you know, even if you take out verse 3, just the 10 verses, Paul found it important to make known to the people of Ephesus that like, look, this is what you're getting. Mm -hmm. And so if you think about, you know, a lot of doctrines or maybe even push back on like, well, what's the Trinity? Uh, Isn't God just God? Like, I mean, we've probably heard it all. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so how do you separate the, you know, the, the Godhead of the Trinity of God, the father? Well, isn't it all the same God? And I think that Paul's approach to this and it's something that I don't know that I've ever really noticed. Um, that I don't know that I've ever seen like a better example of understanding the Trinity than these 10 verses. Because Paul gives you like, you get this from God the Father. You get this from God the Son and you get this from God the Holy Spirit. But all three of them in some form or fashion explains that they're all for the same reason Mm -hmm. and that is to glorify god so then it's like paul breaks down the trinity but brings it back to just god Mm -hmm. and for for whatever reason i I just feel like what a great strong example of realizing everything that god gives you because as a christian even if you don't focus on the trinity itself it's like well you know just by reading scripture, you're aware of God, the father, Mm -hmm. and then you're obviously aware of Jesus. But even sometimes you might not even associate the Holy spirit with God, the father and God, the son. Yeah. And, but you receive something different from all three. Mm -hmm. And so Paul just gives such a good example, in my opinion of that and what it means for us. Because again, if you think about the issue, you know, we don't really know exactly. I'm sure there's some examples if you go back into Acts and, you know, there's a couple different references that you could argue. Um, some of the issues from First and Second Timothy probably could come from the issues going on in Ephesus directly or different things. But like it points to that issue. Like we, we know that Ephesus was a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. They're smart people. They're rich people. Um they're religious people, though yeah. it may be the wrong religions, but you could say that Ephesus really had everything. Yeah. Which makes it even makes even more sense when you understand like the letter that they're getting from Jesus in Revelation two of you did all this right. Like you served me, you led me, you had great church services, you prayed for people, um, you were even obedient. But here's what I have against you. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that there could be a truer statement for the American church. Right. Uh, in this present culture, in my opinion, is 
there's a lot of people, myself included sometimes, that are really good at playing church, mm-hmm. right? Because we look at circumstantial. You know, if we are going through it, I don't really want to be around people. Mm-hmm. Around people. Yeah. I don't really want to do certain things, but I can flip a switch and like, you know, let's, I'm having a terrible day, but let's go play church. And it's so easy to forget your first love. Like, that's why I think if you could get back to that moment where it was all experience, it's not healthy to stay there because that's the infancy of your salvation, right? Mm -hmm. Like your spiritual milk, so to speak. And there's a reason you grow and mature. Paul even teaches us that. But when you're in that moment, that's where you're like a child, yeah. right? You know, we, we learned that maybe last week, I think, like like a child. Or Pastor yeah. Roger talked right. about in his yeah. transition. Yeah. And that's where, that's almost like the incubator or period of your growth. Mm-hmm. And if you forget that, the the tenderness of it, the intentionality of it, even on our end, the brokenness of it, of realizing at that moment I have nothing left, then you're able to carry that first love with mm-hmm. you, which is where it all needs to be in the first place. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, you said uh, <coughs> you said you were watching something, and it said if Paul was still here, America would be getting a letter. I thought that was really funny. And uh, I, re- I really do like how you, you talked about going back to the start and being childlike. Uh, it's interesting because in Ephesians – um, it talks about these blessings that we have, um, and they're freely given. They're not of anything we can do. Uh, but then there's a call to maturity, and it's really about um, as the body of Christ, the church uh, that's consist- that consists of Jews and Gentiles, um, mm-hmm. growing together into the image of Christ. And it's interesting that a sign of Christian maturity is to be childlike, and it's right. it's constantly in a place where you're just you're just looking to be in his presence because that's where all spiritual blessings come from. It's really awesome. Do you have any uh, last minute word of encouragement for people yeah, listening? I, I would challenge everyone listening that whether you are here today or you're watching online or maybe this is all you get, um, I would challenge you to be present, to come and, and be a part of, of this community. Um, I, I know it's not all about us as a body of know generation church but our goal uh, just like pastor roger always says in our purpose statement is to be firm in our faith uh, to fulfill the call of god on our life and to finish well and i think in order to live out those three things even this encouragement that paul is giving the people of ephesus is exactly what we need to do that and so uh we hope to see you next week yeah, awesome. Yeah, tune in next week as we continue this series. I'll actually be preaching. I'm looking forward to it. Um, so I just pray that through this series, you guys are getting blessed. And uh, we hope that the Holy Spirit would empower you to live life, um, a life that God has for you, where you have power to overcome, not because of anything you can do, but because Jesus is victorious overall. And so we're praying for you. We love you. But for this week, that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging out with us at Generation. You can connect with us on Facebook or Instagram at Generation Pensacola or go to the website at generationpensacola.com and from wherever you download your podcasts. If today's teaching impacted you, we'd love to hear about it. So please drop us a note.